Hello and welcome to the first episode of three in our wellness podcast series. I'm Renee Grobler, Head of Investec for Intermediaries, and I'm pleased to be able to introduce Seren Kaplan, who is a clinical psychologist with over 30 years experience as our guest for the next three episodes of this series. We are acutely aware of the many pressures you are facing as financial advisors during this challenging time. From difficult and often emotional client conversations to moving your own workplaces into your homes and juggling the demands of work and home simultaneously. We have faced many of the same challenges over the last few weeks and wanted to share with you, as our business partners, some of the tools we believe could be valuable to you and your clients during this time. With this in mind, we have partnered with Seren to bring you resilience insights and emotional coping strategies to weather the current storm. In this episode, Seren speaks to managing anxiety, fear and the loss of control. We hope you find these insights valuable. Please feel free to share this podcast with your clients. Pandemics were previously the domain of post-apocalyptic sci-fi movies. We have never come face to face with an emotional adversary quite like COVID-19. It has unleashed spikes in anxiety, worry and panic on a global level. We are living on a knife's edge and our nerves get frayed. It seems like overnight we've inherited an unwelcome new normal where we have lost our moorings, making up the rules as we go along. We have no brochure or guidelines on how to manage a pandemic. The chaos and disruption it brings to our lives and the destruction it leaves in its wake as our planet careens out of control. We have lost our coordinates. We feel unmoored and untethered. Our routines and expectations have been turned on their heads and things change daily at breakneck speed. We have been stripped of so much that we took for granted. All that we know has slipped through our fingers as this faceless enemy rips us apart, leaving us disoriented, dislocated, bereft and bewildered. There is a smorgasbord of fear out there and we have to find ways of cauterizing the anxiety so that it doesn't flood and overwhelm us. It is said that ideas are the currency of the 21st century and in this series I'd like to share some of mine with you on how to make sense of this backdrop of uncertainty. We need urgent responses to an urgent situation. Support and tools are critically needed right now. We have lost our roadmap and we need to find a new one fast if we are to survive. Our brains seek out stability and control and we're addicted to the familiar. We don't do well with feeling impotent and helpless. We thrive on feeling that things are predictable and certain, and that's what gives us trust in the world. Now, everything that you counted on and relied on in the past has imploded. Your skill set in reading markets, serving clients, and being on top of your game is suddenly upended. 
Whole organizations and industries have collapsed and are flatlining. Small businesses are on life support. Many business teams are spiraling, spinning, and battling to find a foothold. This is nothing short of trauma. Personal growth and wisdom matter more now than ever before. In this three-part series, I'm going to help you to access coping strategies to move you out of feeling overwhelmed to taking the next small steps, nudging you to a place where you can access resilience. In this first podcast today, I will talk about anxiety and fear and the loss of control that we're struggling with. World markets fluctuate and financial tides ebb and flow. You're no strangers to this. When markets are flying, it's a heady feeling. That exhilaration becomes like an addictive drug of choice, kind of like your emotional heroin. You feel invincible, like kings of your trade, unstoppable titans, rainmakers for your clients in a lucrative match made in heaven until COVID-19 struck the planet, vandalizing global markets and delivering an almighty assault to your professional identity and hits to your esteem. You may be feeling ambushed and somewhat dazed, as if in the aftermath of an atomic bomb. Chances are, that right now you're feeling emotionally beaten up. That pretty much makes you normal. Now, it's your job to read trends. COVID-19 is that black swan, a rare, unforeseeable, unavoidable catastrophe of seismic proportions that nobody could dodge. The news flash is that it's nobody's fault. Nobody could see it coming except maybe Netflix or Bill Gates. So the first thing that we've lost is our sense of control. The truth bomb here is that we only ever have an illusion of our control. The unvarnished version is that we never had it in the first place. Because you see, life conspires to disorganize the ducks we thought we had in a row. We kind of fool ourselves into thinking we're in charge of everything, but turns out we're not after all. For some of us, this may be the first time we've come face to face with just how little control we actually have. The spoiler alert is that the only certainty we have is uncertainty. Now here's the thing. You're not in control of how things go. You're only in charge of how you go. Your side of the seesaw, as it were. Simon Sinek captures it so perfectly when he says, always plan for the fact that no plan ever goes according to plan. So the golden nugget here is to distinguish what small pockets of control you can hold onto to give you scaffolding under your feet and let go of all the things you have zero control over. The AA put it cogently in their famous serenity prayer, 
which encourages us to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. They use the three C's. You didn't cause this. You can't control it. And you certainly can't cure it. Now, that being said, we need to have a sense of agency to cope. So do an audit, separating the controllables from the uncontrollable. You can't fix the world economy, but you can, for example, choose to eat healthily and support your immune system by getting enough rest. You can't fix this for your clients or leverage your bonus this year, but you can be the best partner or father or friend to somebody right now. You can't control the future, but you can pour your energy into what's good just in the moment. A successful surfer only focuses on one wave at a time, the current wave not obsessing about past waves that he's missed or the next wave that's going to break. When you live in the present, life educates you in exactly the means that's required to meet what's coming your way. The people I'm working with currently who are giving up on trying to control everything tightly are doing way better. The fantasy of controlling the future is what creates anxiety, which is the next thing under the microscope today. Right now, most of us are imbibing a toxic diet of fear and anxiety, which we're dishing up for ourselves daily. This cocktail is no good for our physical and mental health. There is an entire supermarket of anxiety out there, a catalogue of fears. And nobody has the monopoly on worry right now. It's like we're all swimming in the anxious soup together, maxing out and stockpiling our anxiety. There was a 34% increase in prescriptions for anxiety meds in March this year alone. Anxiety is the uninvited visitor who shows up when we're facing a crisis. It's a human feature, but it's not a flaw. But it is for sure a doubt factory that will hold you by the throat and terrorize you if you let it. It's a brain parasite that gets you when you're feeling paralyzed or overthinking and living in your head. We have to get off the anxiety train and board an emotional life raft to paddle us to safer shores. Nothing will terrify us more than keeping yourself fearful about the future. Now, there is no species on planet Earth who suffer from anxiety quite like human beings. It's our hallmark distinguishing feature. Now, this is because we have the ability, or maybe the curse, to imagine a future. We are experts at future tripping, and at times like these, imagining the worst. When our anxiety is out of control, our worries metastasize and hemorrhage out, holding us hostage. 
It chokes us with cortisol and adrenaline, which can be adaptive if you're in fight or flight or in great danger. You see, anxiety is always context-based. This evolutionary inbuilt mechanism could well save your life, like it's probably functional to be paranoid in a foxhole or if a saber-toothed tiger is pursuing you. But when anxiety is given free reign and goes unchecked, it exhausts our ability to cope. Anxiety is like a cult leader. When it's in charge, it calls all the shots and it demands complete allegiance. Nothing gets the attention of the brain more than fear. And we can become our fear if we're not careful. Now, when anxiety strikes, our amygdala gets highly activated. Our frontal lobes go offline and it ushers with it cloudy thinking and brain strain, which are the very last things that you need right now to do your job properly as you scramble to prop yourself up and keep your clients contained. Panic causes tunnel vision, explains Simon Sinek, whereas calm acceptance allows us to more easily assess the situation and see options. So that's the forensics on worry and anxiety. So what do we do about it? Firstly, the THV, the take-home value is don't fight it. It's a bigger opponent than all of us. It's attempts to get rid of anxiety. What keeps anxiety disorders firmly in place? So trying to get rid of anxiety is a little bit like trying to empty the ocean with a teaspoon. It's not going to happen. Anxiety gets way worse when you try too rigidly to control it. So surrender to it. Let it visit. But here's the thing, don't allow it to overstay its welcome. I tell clients, create what we call a worry window, a designated time that you allocate and cordon off just to worry. Then worry once, but worry well. Have a worry fest, a worry party, where you have full permission to let the worries have the floor. and then. After 15 minutes of pure, undiluted worry, slam on the brakes. And if the worry shows up again, just like hospital wards have visiting hours, turn the worry away and tell it to come back by invitation only at its allotted time. Now, this might sound contrived, but it's highly effective at putting limits and borders on our anxiety. You see, when we practice fear, you get more fear. So ride the wave of your fear. Tolerate it and watch it dissipate once it's had its say. This will help you to ensure that your fear isn't stronger than your faith. And another thing, fear and anxiety, you should know, always tell us the same old thing. There's never anything new on the menu. This is a catastrophe. I will never recover from this. It will never get better. 
In our next podcast, I will talk about the thoughts that our anxiety channels and how to dismantle those. But the last thing I'd like to share today about stress and anxiety is a visual. Imagine right now an old-fashioned scale with a bucket on either side. The one bucket is full of all your stresses and the other all your resources. Now, when your stressors outweigh your resources, that's when you become overwhelmed. As we go through this series, we will be accumulating tools to lighten the load of your stress bucket. And then in the third podcast, I'll be explaining how to go about making deposits into your resource bucket. Anxiety is often the result of overestimating our problems and underestimating our resources. Now, the bad news is that this is a marathon, not a sprint. COVID-19 is not a one-day game. But the good news is that resilience is our shared genetic inheritance over thousands of years. Resilience is a muscle that we can strengthen and flex in these times of adversity. With history as our guide, we know that humanity will prevail. It always does. The world will recover. It will be different and forever altered. And so will we. We need to build from the ground up. These podcasts will help you to design a bulletproof personal manifesto, giving you the competitive advantage and making sure that you are not part of the problem, but part of the solution, a stakeholder in your own path to resilience. Breaking news is that this is a time of many hidden opportunities. We have seen strong leadership in this country from the helm. We also need strong personal leadership. Listen out for the next soundbite, where I will be exploring our thoughts and feelings and strategies to managing them in the time of pandemic. Until next time, this is Seren Kaplan signing off. This podcast was brought to you by Investec for Intermediaries. Thank you for listening. For further information, please go to our website, investec.com. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendation. Investec Specialist Bank, a division of Investec Bank Limited, is a registered credit provider.